This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I'm sure you had no idea when you saw the title of this episode what in the world it meant. <laughs> you are the apple of my eye. Well, that was the best way that the best title I could come up with uh, other than appleness, which really would make no sense. And it's to describe this metaphor with regard to people that was presented to us by one of our mentors a few years ago. And we've adapted it and added some of our own flair and flavor to it to make it, um, to make it even more accessible and realistic. Basically, the metaphor is about the types of people that are in our lives. And while this was presented to us, this metaphor, as a, as a way to identify prospects in your business, we've applied it to all manner of people and relationships who show up in our lives and our businesses. So not just prospects, but even customers, even teammates, um, acquaintances, other people in our lives. And it's a wonderful way to really clarify other people and how you react to them and how much time you should spend with them, whether they give you energy, whether they take energy, whether you feel drained. Um, and it's just a really great way to look at this. I will tell you uh, that Mark, my husband, with his background with a master's in clinical psychology and having had a therapy practice, a private therapy practice for almost 30 years, he had a little bit more uh, more information about some of these percentage percentages that I'll share with you that come from psychology research as far as the makeup of different types of people, pleasant and not so pleasant. All right, so let's get started. So the first category, there's four categories, by the way. The first category is what we call red apples. And these are the people who, they're your go-to people, you know you can count on them, they're responsible. When they say they're going to do something, they do it. When they say they're going to show up, they show up. They're excited, they're pleasant to be around. And it turns out that they're about 20% of your population. And they should get 80% of your time. So this corresponds to the 80-20 rule that I'm sure you're familiar with the Pareto principle. And it really is the 20% of the people who really give you the most energy are the ones you can count on the most. They're the ones who get things done. That's where you focus the majority of your time. Category number two in our appleness metaphor is green apples. Now, this is not Granny Smith, and some of you who love Granny Smith don't take offense. Think of it rather that these are green apples that might someday ripen into red apples. And the problem, because there is a problem, is because there's that potential that they might ripen into red apples, we tend to probably spend too much time with them because we, you know, we think they could be red apples or maybe they're red apples in disguise, but they're really not. 
these are the people who there's always an excuse. There's always a justification. They might seem really excited and then they drop off the face of the earth or they've always got something coming up or there's a whole lot of drama. So these are about 50 to 60% of your population and they deserve 20% of your time. Now, what we've done is we've categorized the green apples with kind of a high green, medium green, and low green. So we've gone even a little deeper into this metaphor. And where we stick is that those high green apples, the ones who are more likely to ripen into red apples, they're the ones who get the 20% of your time, or maybe 15%, and then the medium green apples might get 5%. But the low green shouldn't get any. The third category of appleness is brown apples. And this, along with the fourth category, take, take up, comprise about 20 to 25% of the population. Now these are the brown apples that are really negative and they really drag your energy down. They're negative, they, they, they talk about, you know, oh, that would never work for me. Nope, I tried that once before, it won't work. And there's, there's just really no, talk about potential versus opportunity, there's not potential and there's certainly not opportunity there. And they deserve 0% of your time. And then the fourth category is rotten apples. And again, rotten apples along with brown apples comprise 20 to 25% of the population. The rotten apples are the ones who not only are they negative, but they kind of try to pull you into that also and uh, toxic. And you know, so where they might be negative, oh, that'll never work for me. It's also going to be, and I can't believe you would even be so stupid as to do A, B, or C. And of course, from them, you run, you cut them out of your life. You just, you know, you see that rotten apple on the apple tree and you just keep on trucking. One of the reasons why we've said that this, uh, the, the category of brown apples and rotten apples comprise 20 to 25% of the population is based on clinical psychological research with about the number of people who are, um, sociopaths or psychopaths or narcissistic and some of those more negative psychological traits and how much of the population. And so when you start looking at population as a whole, that's unfortunately why those rotten and brown apples can be almost a quarter of the population. So let me summarize. You want to spend the most of your time, 80% of your time with those red apples those ones that you've identified who really are worthy of your time. And I don't mean that from a condescending, arrogant point of view. We all have a limited amount of time and energy. Our resources are limited. They're not unlimited. So that means that anywhere we spend them, they are spent. And there can be an opportunity to gain some energy back, you know, those energy giving relationships and tasks and things that we engage in that really make us feel great. But most everything 
takes some energy and you need to conserve that precious energy. 80% of your time goes to the red apples. 20% of your time goes to those high, maybe a little bit to the medium green apples. Nobody else gets your attention. So an interesting story. Mark and I taught this in a workshop we did a couple of years ago called Why They Buy, Why They Stay, Why They Become Raving Fans. And a few days later, we happened to be at a coffee shop with a couple of the participants from the workshop. And somebody walked in that Mark and I knew. And this was a gentleman who had uh, invited me out to lunch basically for the idea to pick my brain. He, he wanted to get some consulting and coaching for free. And, you know, I, I indulged him a little bit. I didn't give too much of my services away for free, but I, I gave a few, few suggestions, a few ideas, and as well as the invitation that if I could help him further, we could look at that. And he tried that a couple more times, which I didn't allow, and pretty much it fizzled. There was, there was really nothing there. And so when he walked in, my, you know, my warm, caring, nurturing nature thought, oh my gosh, I need to say hello to him. And, and I, but I caught myself and I thought, but he's, he's a low green apple. I mean, there's no redness anywhere there. So why should I spend any of my time? So I happened to mention this it's very interesting to kind of watch yourself and observe yourself as you go through these things. I mentioned this to the two people who had attended our workshop and said, you know, even though we taught you guys and, you know, anytime you teach, you're also teaching yourself that not to put any energy in the rotten or the brown apples or the low green apples, it really is hard because, you know, we can have this people pleasing nature. We don't want to offend people and, and all of those things, being a good girl, good boy, whatever. And so when I explained why this guy was, you know, on my low green apple list and that I felt that I should reach out, they both said, no, no, you shouldn't. Don't. Don't reach out. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just very interesting. And once we had this analogy and we use it continuously, it really does help clarify maybe an intuitive feeling or that drop of energy or that drain of energy. And we go, oh, huh, that's probably not a good place for us to spend our time. And then on the other hand, there are these amazing people in, in our lives and in our business that we go, that's where we need to focus our time. So I hope you have found this helpful. Uh, and the appleness analogy metaphor will help you as you apply it to both your your professional life and your personal life. If uh, if this has been helpful to you, I'd love a review here on iTunes or your favorite podcast uh, platform because that helps me draw even more red apples to us. And thank you in advance for listening and for your review on iTunes and other podcast platforms. Until next time, may you thrive.